Welcome to Mile High Magazine with your hosts, Adam Morgan, Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Now, here's your host, Adam Morgan. There is a problem. 20% of adults age 60-plus share with youth who are hooked on Facebook and other social platforms. If untreated, both groups can experience type 2 diabetes and arthritis on one hand to chronic stress and depression on the other. Interestingly, this is something that is very easily treatable. In one word, it's loneliness. Yep, you heard me, loneliness. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. Being alone or feeling lonely is something too many of us are too embarrassed to admit. However, if left alone to continue deepening, loneliness can result in a range of very negative antisocial behaviors. On this edition, we continue learning what we can do to change or mitigate any loneliness affecting our lives. We hear again from the president of the Arapahoe Douglas Unit of the National Alliance on Mental Health, John Hopkins, joins us again. But the statistics tell me that, you know, at 47 percent, something's still amiss. If we are more connected technologically than ever and and 47 percent still feel lonely, there's something missing. How does a person admit to themselves that they may be lonely? Um, it's probably one of the hardest things to to admit. I think it's probably not any different than admitting you're addicted or you're depressed or you have anxiety. I mean, it comes yeah. down to... Are you willing to be vulnerable about what's real? And and let's be clear, if any of this stuff was easier, more people would do it. <laughs> like that's just that's the reality. True. All yeah, of the work yeah, I do yeah. is is working with things that people don't want to talk about. You know, and I feel an impetus to help meet people where they are and like let's talk about conversations that maybe are a little more upstream from that. You know, what we've learned is people will talk about stress universally in a way they won't talk about depression or anxiety. And really, you know that that stress is a byproduct that, you know, it, it may be the, the starter for having depression or anxiety or can yeah, be. Yeah, sure. Um, but it's something that people are more comfortable talking about. So mm-hmm. how do we talk about loneliness? I don't know. Maybe we talk about disconnection first. Loneliness versus isolation. Um, I think isolation is is different. Um, I think you definitely see that in older populations. I was shocked to see that, you know, older older Americans, one in three live alone. Um, yeah. You know, after you finished your career, um, after your family's left, maybe you don't have family, maybe you don't have a spouse anymore. I, I think there's a real opportunity to get out and do something, but not everybody wa- is wired to do that. You can live isolated and not be lonely. Right. You know, I, I listened to something recently and they talked about a campaign and it was a, a woman that went to a senior citizen center every yeah. day during the week. Sure. And on the weekend, she would come home and tear up her junk mail into teeny tiny pieces to give her something to do. So they made this campaign around her, and then she got all of this mail from people. And I'm thinking, well, that's wonderful for her, but think about all of the other people that are in those day programs that nobody's written mail and letters to. All they did was gave her more mail to tear up. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think that that there is, if you're a person that's a connector, I think reach out to somebody that you think may, may be struggling. You know, go visit or talk to somebody. Volunteer. Um You know, I don't think that's a requirement for everybody, but I do think there's a real opportunity for the people that do this better to kind of pave the way for the people that don't. Yeah. The first thing I do the the beginning of the year, I get a blank day book out 
and I put all my play times in. Right. Where I'm going to go do something. Right. And I said, okay, I like movies, I like music, I like dinner, and I just put them in a rotation. Right. So that every weekend there You've was something You've got something, something there. planned. You're right. But that's a job, by the way. You getting that planner and you planning out your year, that takes actual work. There are a lot of people who can't take that next step. Really? And that, to me, is the dangerous part of this conversation. It's, I hate to say it and certainly don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but no, real I mean, news. if loneliness is an epidemic, I mean, there is an implication. You may have to get out of your house to change it. And if you're somebody that, you know, maybe depress, struggles with depression or anxiety, that may be challenging for you. You know, find something to get involved in. You know, there are a lot of places that are in need. And what I will tell you you know, specifically related to volunteering, sure. you can always find somebody that has it worse off than you do. <laughs> That's true. And that can be an amazing motivator, that by the way. That is true. You know? As soon as I think it's bad for me, then I look at the next guy and go, yeah. oh, maybe this yeah. isn't as bad as I think it right. is. Right. Right. And, and and then this era, like we uh, talk about a lot of uh, the, the baby boomers are aging. I don't call them baby boomers anymore. Just call them boomers are right. aging. And they say aging in place is the thing to do. Well, a lot of the aging in place people are interpreting is that I come inside my house. This is where I age. I'm not going out. Right. And so they're becoming more isolated and lonely and alone. Right. So what they really need to do is keep doing what they've been doing. Well, keep in mind, generationally, that was an entire population of people that really was about self-empowerment. They had different opportunities. They went on to succeed in different ways. Sure. So, you know, a lot of them fiscally have opportunities to do retirement how they want. You know, just because you can age in your own home and maybe have a really nice house or homes to do that in doesn't mean you're not alone. I mean, it still implies there is work to be done. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that that's the thing that 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 I think is really hard about this topic is you got to do the work. Well, a part of the boomers, they have 39% are Social Security dependent. Right. So they may not be be able to, in their minds, get out and do something. But if you reconfigure the budget correctly, you can. Because there's a lot of free stuff you can go get involved in and meet people. Right. There are a lot of free things. Life. You know, there's an entire, you know, organization called Meetup um, that you can find groups that may be of interest to you. You know, we live in a beautiful state that you can get out and, you know, do something active if you're able to. But Again, volunteering, I mean, provided that you can meet the qualifications of the organizations, there's plenty of opportunities to give back to. Uh, one of the things that, that I learned in doing some research for this talk today was, um, you know, people that have a sense of, of connection to spirituality se yeah. seem to be less lonely. You know, believing that there's a higher power or something bigger than themselves. I mm -hmm. thought that that was a, um, an interesting thing to learn. So. Yeah. Do you find loneliness impacting uh, women more than men or men more than women? Because women tend to really connect with each other right. pretty well. And, and men, you know, because we have to go out and slay the dinosaurs most of the time right. alone. That's what we still do. Yeah, I think that's a generalization. Everything I was looking at, I didn't see anything that really skewed the data one way or the other across age ranges or across sexes. So, um, you know, I think it's... Um, I think women or men could be equally lonely. Could be equally lonely. Yeah. So it's not applying to one or the other. I don't think so. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, and and, and uh, you may have some data that says otherwise, but I, no, I didn't find anything that just was observation. You see women going out in groups. Yeah. And rarely do you see the guys going out in groups outside of a sports bar. 
Right. I think women inherently tend to be connectors more often. Um, but a lot of times women make friends through, you know, college affiliations and then go on to be moms and make friends with kids' moms and whatnot or However, that evolves or how they, you know, meet people professionally may be different than what men do. But you know, at the end of the day, I don't know that it's doesn't mean they're not equally lonely. Is that a is that a skill or a learned behavior that men ought to pick up? Uh, I think it might that, help that alleviate. Doing, yeah. I think it might help alleviate some of what people are doing. But, you know, again, I'm a fan of let's meet people where they are. You know, to me, the lowest hanging fruit is if you feel lonely. Well, what's one thing you can do differently? You know, is there and some is action you, you can have take? to do? Nobody yes. else can do it for you. you nobody can make you it. leave your house. <laughs> you know, nobody can make you <laughs> put true. social media down or say this is not real connection. Like yeah. nobody can force you to do any of these things. So until you get in a place that you're willing to own that, I would imagine people stay stuck. And it's more than just socially dating someone in a romantic relationship. Right. It's friendships. It's other family connections as well. Absolutely. Just because you have people in your life doesn't mean you don't feel lonely. Yeah, yeah, and you and you can you can work on building those, and and that will go away. You don't for guys, you don't need to be dating Sally, right? You know, you you have cousin Jane that is just as much fun, right? And I think as we get older, I do think it is harder to meet new people. Like that that is statistically well known, I think. But it's I don't harder to meet new people. I think it is. Well, I mean, sometimes when you get really older, then a lot of your friends have died off, right? Right. But it doesn't mean, you know, are there things that you're still interested in and other people do it? Like, yeah, it's going to take some work to figure that out, but it doesn't mean it's Mm -hmm. impossible. And I think a lot of people come from this place of impossibility of like, oh, it's just this way and it's always going to be this way. And they don't do anything about it. Yeah. What one thing can people do to start doing something about it to become uh, to begin to change their circumstances of being alone or being lonely or being isolated? I think the first step is figuring out, do you feel alone? And then the next step is admitting figure, it, admitting yourself. it. And then the next step it's is like figuring out. Yeah. And the next step is figuring out, am I willing to take one next step to do something different? Yeah. And then figuring out what the next step is going to be. Right. 20 seconds of courage. <laughs> 20 seconds of courage. <laughs> but you got to you got to admit there's a problem. 20 seconds of courage. Is that a, is, is that a, a a plan or something that I don't know. I always look if you can get 20 seconds of courage on hard things, you yeah. can usually you can usually get past the the other 40 seconds in that minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it's good or not. <laughs> yeah, because it all begins with the first step and the first yeah. step could be 20 seconds to get yeah. you there. It's the ripping the band-aid off part. <clears throat> and then what do I say when somebody talks back to me and says, "Hi, I talk to you too." Oh my gosh. How are you? How are you? You know? Well, the thing about it is that I, I, I think you said it well, is the first thing you have to admit that I may be alone. Right. Or I may be lonely. Right. And and then the second thing is what am I going to do about it because nobody else can. Right. And I think in that conversation of identifying it, you have to decide if it's a problem for you. If it's not, maybe nothing's wrong. You know? Like just because if you're alone. It's not alo- a problem for me, No, but I I have friends around me. Not friends, but uh, but the way the messages I'm receiving from media and everything else is if you don't have – if you're not here standing with a party of all these people, then you're lonely. You need to do something about it. You may not be even be interested in the party. Yeah. You know, again, I think it goes back to a lot of this is about perception. Yeah. You know, and being alone doesn't imply you're lonely. It can – but it doesn't have to to naturally mean you are lonely. Mm-hmm. You have to decide for yourself, I am lonely, 
And am I willing to take some action to do something different? Like, in short of that, I don't know how you change it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know for older people, people over 40, and well, some younger people too, their physiological changes when you're right. alone, that can happen. And so you need to be connected with someone or some place, even if it's temporary and you switch the group again, you know. Right. You I think we are hardwired for connection. I mean, are. as humans, we are hardwired for connection. Well, we, we certainly can't replicate without it. That's for darn sure. We cannot. We cannot at all. Um, and that loneliness and isolation can extend beyond the holiday. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't think it is, it is a holiday sensitive thing. But that's the time where everybody tends to pick up on it. You don't want to be alone for Christmas. you got to right. have somebody around for the holiday. But in the middle of June, where are those messages now? Well, in and I think a lot of, of it August. depends is uh, the family that you have, do you want to be with them instead of being alone? <laughs> I mean, you have to decide that. I mean, not everybody has a model ideal family either. So, yeah. um, you know, again, I think this is a very subjective topic, but I think it starts with, a real sense of self-awareness around how does it feel for you? I don't, I don't care what social media is telling you or TV is telling you. You have to decide, you know, am I alone versus am I alone and feel lonely? Yeah. yeah. I think there is a difference. There's a difference there. Well, you know, I, I kept seeing it and it kept coming back and coming up again. And this whole thing of, 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 of aging in place and being one of those, Right. And this topic kept coming back, coming back, coming back. I needed an expert like you to come in and say, okay, I'm going to come here and kick all of you guys out, <laughs> out of the house. One, 20 seconds. All right. Take yeah. that first step. I am certainly not an expert, but <laughs> At least. but to me, it's like most things. You got to take action. Yeah. You know, I say this all the time. Like, they don't call it the work for nothing. If it was easy, <laughs> more people would do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's just the reality of life. Mm-hmm. And if you get out and do these other things, then if you're looking for non-romantic loneliness, that'll put you in a position to do something about that, too. Right. And you never know. Pursuing your passion or something that that fills your time may lead to you finding somebody that you want to date. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then, you know, you have some common interest from a starting point. Yeah. As a friend of mine said, don't want to be alone. Take the opposite political position of somebody. <laughs> then people won't leave you alone. <laughs> Well, there is that, and there's plenty of that to talk about these days. That is for sure. Well, thank you for coming by. Thank you. The subject has been what you can do to change any negative effects of loneliness, whether we admit to such or not. Loneliness can develop some emotional or physical health issues for both youth and especially older adults without some degree of intervention. We thank our almost resident therapist, John Hopkins. President and Executive Director of the Arapahoe Douglas Unit of the National Alliance on Mental Illness for continuing as our guest on this edition. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay in your game. And many, many thanks for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.